Yo, yo, yo. Yo, how is it going? Fucking good, man. Just chilling and killing, you know? Yeah, I do. My mic probably sounds a million times better this time through, not talking through just my phone thing. Oh, yeah. Using an actual headset. All right, man. So, Miane is Chase for missing our buddy CJ, but this is Lads versus the World. Yeah, so. this is this is what... I'll unformally call the beginning of season three. We did <laughs> season one, which was like us messing around. We did a couple episodes. Then we did season two, which we thought was going to be our comeback. But then life happened. But now, the unofficial season, season three. three. The re-return. Yeah, the re-return. I like that. That's a <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> We couldn't All have right. our, our buddy CJ here. He's going to be a regular, but life got the better of him. He is tired from work and doing stuff, so it's going to be me and Yanni tonight. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so where to fucking start today, man? So much I have, nonsense has been going on. I agree there's a bunch of nonsense, but in something that I didn't expect to happen at all, I got a question for you. All right. What is your opinion on Mike Tyson making a comeback? I don't even know if you heard about Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, um, so it... it's interesting. I mean, like who's he going to fight though? I don't know. Like He's... they I, I keep hearing people say they want to see him fight Tyson Fury, but that's a mistake for him. He will get yeah, knocked that... the fuck out by Tyson. I don't know. See, I I I don't know. I think if it went to the later rounds, 100% Tyson Fury would have an advantage. Like 100%. But I think... Training. If... I think, honestly, I don't want to say that Tyson Fury would win that 100%. I think in the first two rounds, even being as old as Mike Tyson is, he would give any heavyweight on this planet a little bit of trouble until he gets tired. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see that. I just feel like at 50 years old too, though. That yeah, I don't know how you're strong. Yeah, as you think it is. Yeah, I don't know. I did. I didn't really. I wasn't thinking about that. I don't know how your chin. And Tyson Fury, he's good. A lot of people yeah. don't like. Dude, they underestimate this, him, but he's he's good. I saw this one clip of him. He's literally like he barely blocks. Like he just straight up slips like all the bunches and then fucking goes on a rampage after that. Well, but that's what crazy, and his one of his key things, and this is where this is where all great fighters come from is he's very adaptable when he fights. Mm. Like he's very, he'll fight how he has to fight to beat whoever he's fighting. It's not like he has a, a fight style and he fights this specific way every fight. So you can come up with a game plan. He fights to counter you, like when he fought. Uh, Deontay Wilder in their first fight and went to a decision and he won the decision but it was close but in the 11th round he got knocked down and right after he got knocked down he was worried the judges were going to give the fight to Deontay so he put on the pressure like crazy and (laughs) he realized in the 11th round that Deontay didn't do good walking backwards he was good when you met him in the middle and had a boxing match where he could counter you so in their second fight his plan was to just come forward the whole time and just like push him backwards make him fight on his heels and 
I'm pretty sure he took him out in, I think Tyson Fury beat him in the fourth or fifth. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure it was seventh. I was, I was close. It was the seventh, seventh round TKO. Yeah. Tyson Fury is a fucking beast. He is good. But, uh, Mike Tyson is fighting, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Interesting. Interesting it is. Choice. He's dirty too, though, in his own way. 50 Fuck. bucks for the pay-per-view American, and it is on September 12th. Honestly, if you're down, I don't know if you're down, but I'm going hmm. to. If you're down, we could like do a podcast and watch it together. I'm Maybe. I'm watching yeah. it 100%. When, when is it? It's September like... 12th. Okay, so I got some time. We'll see, because I'll be back in, yeah. in school then. Semester starting up next couple of weeks. Uh, it's an eight round yeah. exhibition bout. Eight. But rounds. that's wow. what's weird to me is it's an exhibition bout, and in exhibition, the rules are really you don't want to go for the knockout. Exhibitions are more about boxing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, just going through the paces and like making sure your form's good and you keep them on the ropes. It's more right. of like, like it's not going to go towards world. either of the records. Like it's not yeah. going to be like after after this fight, Mike Tyson's now say fifty and two when he was fifty and one. I don't know what his actual record is. I'm making that number completely <laughs> off the top of my head. I know he's he's only lost four times. I think. Let me. Oof. I can. Yeah, he he's a beast. I'm not saying he wasn't good. I just feel like at 50, that jaw's yeah. not the same. He, and 50 and six in total. And endurance is going to be fucking weak. You said 50 and six. Yeah. It will that's record. that's fucking good numbers. I can't hate yeah. on that. That's solid. So he's 54. So uh, what? When's his birthday though? So he's 54. I want to know. So June thirtieth. So he's newly fifty-four. So he's going to be fifty-four during the fight. And Roy Jones Jr. is uh no, that's his how many fights he's won. So wait, yeah, what's Roy Jones Jr. record? So fifty and six, I said was Tyson. Yeah. So and then Roy Jones Jr. is sixty-six and nine. God damn. Which that is also a very respectable. Yeah, fucking record. not even in double digit L's, but you're ahead over half a century. Any anyone that's over half yeah. a century, like not nah, fuck what I. Half no, I know what you mean. I I can take mark, that. Yeah. That's a fucking beast of a man winning over fucking fifty fights. God damn, dude, it makes me really want to like yeah. Get into some fighting, bro. I would love right. to do some MMA right now, man. Me too. Uh, so Roy Jones Jr. is fifty-one. Mike Tyson is fifty-four. Mm. And I think pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that Roy was also born in June or July. No, January. Sorry, I would. I saw J off and just <laughs> assumed. But so both of them are going to be their current age when they meet next Oof. month. Man. Two old geezers in the ring battling it out. I'm interested in it though. That's more interesting than me to me than when they had Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz three. That one <laughs> I had no interest in watching that because I don't know. Old man MMA is different than old man boxing. I in my opinion. It. 
I feel like old man MMA is a lot of grappling just because they don't want to hit each other like that. <laughs> right? And and you just, like, you can hit in way more ways. Like, you could, I could just clinch you up and knock you out with one elbow or, like, something like that when we're old. Where boxing, it's, like, you have to box. There's no elbows, knees, kicks, yeah, anything like I'm that. Definitely, like it's definitely not trying to see two old men go and hug in the middle of the ring. And then I think like maybe boxing is more of a sport than yeah. MMA. Not I like well, I, I, that. I don't mean that. And like MMA is not a sport, but I mean boxing is more of like a like a I don't know. It's like <laughs> basketball and like <laughs> baseball, where there's one specific aspect. Like if you look at Floyd Mayweather per se, the way he boxes you couldn't fight like that in real life. Like literally the way he, his defensive guard relies on the size of the gloves. If you were to fight like that in real life, I could just slip past the size of his tiny fist and smoke him in the side of the head. <laughs> Not yeah. saying I would do that. Cause it's fucking Floyd Mayweather, but like yeah, he fucking, he's still got quick hands of hit you with a three piece before you even know it's good. Right. They're like, go! And then I'm like waking up and they're like, it's done. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's like they're... when you fucking go to get a surgery done and they hit you with the anesthesia and you're like, I don't even feel it. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I had to... Did I tell you that I had to get stitches in my lip? Ah, for what? So it was... So I got a puppy. Oh boy. And he was like really small and I'm playing with him and I'm blowing on his face. And I thought he was far enough away. I'm like playing the MMA game. I'm like, this dog isn't in my range. I'm like, I can fuck around with him. He can't bite my face. <laughs> and fucking I blow on his face. He goes to lunge at me and I go to pull him away. Turns out he was close enough. He just latched onto my lip right as I yanked him away and it tore my lip right open. Uh, I got three stitches, and now I have, like, this nasty scar on my lip. But it was funny because the doctors are like, we're going to do our best job to make sure your lip's okay, and yada, yada, yada. And I, in my head, I'm like, you guys don't know what I want to do for a living. I'm like, this is not going to be my fucking last visit to the ER for a split lip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just another oh, day in like i might as well just get y'all's names and numbers that way yeah you can do some house calls not have to right? do like, all the insurance nonsense text you yo you got some fucking string and a needle <laughs> right fishing line something fuck <laughs> it was actually fucking brutal too because i was in the hospital before they even came in to treat me i was in the fucking so I get into the waiting room and they get me into the hospital right away because they want to make sure that I'm not like fucked up because my lips fucking busted open. But then once <laughs> they see how it is and it was it was bad. Like if you want to see the picture after the podcast, I'll show you. It was it All was right. pretty gnarly. And it wasn't like fucking like, oh, my God. But it was like it was a hefty like it was good. It was I don't think I'll take a punch that will cut me that bad. Ever. Well, yeah, he caught you with a tooth, so it was gonna like right. fucking. And he cut. was really young. They, it was like razor blades. It actually it didn't hurt at all because of how sharp it was. Oh like, man, it was just like butter. It's like yeah. right through your lip. Yeah. Mm. 
actually I handled it like a champ because he cuts me and I feel the the sensation like of my face being different, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's like when you get hit in the face with a wet soccer ball, like right. it doesn't feel like anything happened, but you know something just happened. <laughs> and I look down and and I put my hands out in front of me because I'm expecting something to happen and immediately my hands just start covered in blood. But right away, I thought I would freak out in this situation. But right away, I literally took a deep breath, looked at my stepdad. I'm like, grab me a towel really quickly. I don't care where it is. And then I'm like, after you grab me a towel, grab another towel, soak it in cold water, (laughs) bring it to me. I put the towel on my lip, fucking cover my lip. He grabs me the towel with cold water. I put that on my lip, push really hard. And I'm like, okay, call a taxi. And he's like, why a taxi? I'm like, it'll get quicker than here, quicker than an ambulance. And I'm like, tell them we need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, tell them that the wound isn't bleeding. Because if it's a bleeding, I can't get in the taxi. So we tell them I get to the hospital. They make me sit in the waiting room for four hours. Four With hours? My Jesus. face, like, open wide. It Luckily, it didn't start hurting at all at any point. Doctors come in. They're like, you're going to have to get some needles. And I'm like, fuck. This is what, that's what I didn't want. I hate needles. If I'm being honest. Bro. Spiders yeah, and needles. Hold on. Oh, spiders. Don't even get me started on that. But while we're talking about injuries and shit, this one didn't happen to me, but it happened to my coworker when I worked at the scrap metal shop. So, oh, like, oh. we were moving some fucking compressors, and, like, you know what a compressor is, yeah. right? It's, yeah, like, yeah. fucking super dense piece of metal full of shit. I don't know how it works exactly. All I did was take them apart. take them out of shit but anyways so yeah me and this dude uh fucking i don't know if i want to use his name i'm just gonna call him d for now yeah that's cool so yeah so me and d are moving these compressors and he literally fucking picks it up from the bottom and like when we get them a lot of people like pinch like the copper holes or like where the copper pipe was sticking out, they'll like pinch that close so it becomes like real sharp. Okay. And he picked it up from the bottom and it fucking slipped out of his hand and yo, it caught his fucking wrist, the <laughs> copper piece. And it was like, it didn't, it was crazy because I, I saw it happen and it, like it was crazy because it didn't like explode bleeding, but like I could see like the fucking bone or it was like yeah. white. I was like, if it's oh, deep my enough, God. it won't bleed right away. <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god so immediately got him like wrapped up in shit told the boss and i was like yo i can whip him down to the hospital real quick it's like 10 minutes down the street so he was like yep go take him down and i was like all right and yo as i was fucking driving him he i'm like trying to talk to him make sure he's still awake and literally he's like going fucking in and out really talking yeah he yeah. didn't tell me because he was he was like talking the whole time, but like when I got there, he was like, "Oh man, I kind of blacked out there for a minute." I was like, "What? You were talking like the whole time, though." He was like, "Bro, as soon as you went like down the fucking big hill on this on this road, Billings or not Billingsley, fucking four eighty eight, he was like, "Bro, I don't remember anything after that." I was like, "Wow, oh, damn, bro." <laughs> there was actually, yeah, and then... or just keep going. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Other than that, he just, like, got there. We had to sit in the waiting room. I sat there with him for, like, a 10 minutes or so until someone, like, got him. And then they fucking stitched him up. I went back to work. And then 
I, I forgot if I picked him up or what happened with this. He got back somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he figured it out somehow. Yeah, either that. I don't know. I think he rode with the uh, the fucking assistant manager to work. So I think he went to go pick him up, and then they went home from there. If I'm oh, not okay. mistaken. But uh, that I'll finish my story at my hospital story really quick after this because this one wasn't that bad because my dad's okay. a fucking savage. But uh, that reminded me of one time when I lived with my dad still. I'm fucking moving an old scrap washing machine with my uncle. And there's like sharp pieces of metal sticking out of this thing and everything. And fucking we're like walking with it. And my hands are sweaty and it slips out of my hands. And when it slips and drops. Like it, I didn't drop it, but because I slipped, it fell down and I had to recatch yeah. it. Yeah. And when I did that, I felt a piece of metal ram into my hand. And in that pain, like not being able to deal with it, I let go of the washing machine and it dropping tore the metal out of my hand. And so I fucking run inside because my hand is like torn open. And I'm like, Dad, I need to go to the hospital. He's like, no, you don't. And he fucking takes me into the bathroom, pours like fucking alcohol on it. And I'm screaming. Uh. And then he, like, wraps it up, and he's like, now just go play Xbox with your boys for the evening. <laughs> and now I have, like, this gnarly scar on my hand. But I didn't go to the hospital. I didn't get stitches or anything. Fucking mm. just like that. But fucking, Oof. I sit in the ER for, like, four hours. I'm terrified because it's COVID. I'm in there alone. No family, no nothing. Mm. I'm kind of shook because yeah. I know I'm going to have to get a needle, and I don't want to. And fucking ah, needles aren't that bad. I know, but I because it was a cut in my fucking on my lip, I knew they were gonna have to give me the needle in my mouth. And I hate needles in my mouth. Anywhere else I'm cool. <laughs> needles in my mouth? <laughs> fuck that. Hold on. How often do you have needles in your mouth? What the fuck oh, are you getting into? Man? My fucking No, actually <laughs> so side note, my stepmom used to have a really good job. Not like a really good job, but she had really good benefits, so we would get like dentistry mm. and shit. And I don't oh, okay. fucking take care of my teeth at all. So I'd get cavities <laughs> up the wazoo. So fucking like every other day, they're sticking needles in my mouth to fucking give me a filling and fix my cavities. Like it was just brutal. So I hate needles in my mouth. Like can't stand them. So I get a needle in my mouth for the stitches. And then fucking they like start poking me with this like metal thing. And they're like, can you feel this? And I've already been in the hospital for like five hours at this point. I can feel it like full out, like everything. And I'm like, no, I can't feel it. They're like, okay, cool. We're going to start the stitches. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, <laughs> fuck. So they ram the, f- they, they poke me with the first needle and they're like, does this hurt? Can you feel it? And I'm like, no, they ran it through my lip. Immediately. My eyes start watering and I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, they're like, they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, that one hurt a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. So they stabbed through the second time. And I'm like, oh, my eyes start watering a little bit more. I, I don't want to say I was crying because I didn't feel like I was crying. But my nah, eyes but were watering. Like when you're going through like pain like that, that'll, that'll happen. I get what you're saying. And then they're like, can you still feel it? And I'm like, no. And they're like, okay. And they go and they do the third one. And luckily the third one, I don't know if it's because at this point my adrenaline was going so crazy or if I just like the anesthesia finally kicked in, but I couldn't feel it anymore. 
And then they did the third <laughs> stitch and they tied up my face and they gave me some antibiotics so I wouldn't get infected. And then I fucking went on my way. <laughs> hey, not bad. Not bad. Yo, speaking of the coronavirus and hospital shit. Oh, my God. This has been utter nonsense, bro. How is it up in Canada? Like, so are y'all still on lockdown at all or what's going on? It's hard for me to judge because I don't pay attention to the news, like, at all, (laughs) like, in the slightest. Literally, my news comes from YouTube, so my news is very biased. Fair enough. And, and I'm, like, word of mouth, so I don't know. But I also live in, like, a really small town in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, so uh, even when good. the virus got bad, the, literally the worst that happened is we'd have to wait in like a line to go into stores. Like that was the worst <laughs> of it all, really. And like you couldn't go to restaurants and shit and bars and stuff, obviously. But there's like three yeah. restaurants in my town, so that didn't really matter anyways. And <laughs> yeah, so it didn't it didn't affect me that much. But I I recently talked to. Uh, one of my communications in Ottawa and they said it was it it got different there it got really weird apparently and Ottawa <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know Ottawa is the capital city of Canada so it is it's not the most populated city by any means it's it's in the top 10 but it is it is the capital so it's there's quite a lot of people there it's actually it's not as big huh. as you think it would be it's just very well, dense. It's Canada. I feel like, yeah, I about to say, Canada, I feel like the only hot spots of people would be like Toronto, Montreal, yep. Yep. Ottawa, like the big cities, and then everything Toronto, else is just kind of spread out, small towns. If I were to name five towns, like the most populated five places in Ottawa, it would, or in Ottawa, in Canada, it would literally be Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Edmonton, and oh, Ottawa. Vancouver, that's the other one. Probably. Edmonton or Calgary. I don't know which one has a higher population. True. But they're, they're both in Alberta. They're both on the West Coast. Same with Vancouver. Bro, this coronavirus shit in the U.S., though, has been fucking nonsense. They're just now starting the sports up again, which is nice because everyone has been, like, fucking itching for sports to come back. That's why I was... Like, <laughs> it's been getting like the bubble the bubble with the fucking nba is dope just because it's like a whole what day do you mean? worth of fucking huh like what do you mean the bubble like that's just what they're calling it it's like okay. a spot in florida i think it's disney world if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah they're just they're literally using like disney world to host the games and shit and they got all the teams like in hotels around there and like no one's allowed like in or out of this uh of this area some crazy so that's why it's the bubble it's not an actual like dome like fucking the simpsons movie or nothing like that (laughs) it's not like fight island yeah uh i mean it's it's a similar idea to fight island but uh it's not on an island (laughs) fair enough have you well have you Um, did, did you know what fight island actually turned out to be what do you mean? It, it was just like, like Abu Dhabi, right? Well, it was on that island. Kind, kind of. It was, it was 
originally they thought it was gonna be like this fucking like Lord of the Flies fucking island where just like everybody shows up and fucking throws down. But no, yeah, it was hilarious. So, it was in Abu Dhabi, but it was on an island called Yaz Island. It was Y A S Island. I don't know how you pronounce it. If you want to pronounce it white bitch, it's Yas Island. And First fucking Yas. Yeah, and so it's Yaz Island and I th- there was like a 20 mile or 20 kilometer exclusion zone that only UFC fighters and business personnel were allowed in. So if you ran your business in this zone, you were allowed to stay open, but only UFC fighters would like show up. And in a country yeah, like the States or Canada, so that wouldn't work. Dope. Yeah, like in Canada and the States, that wouldn't work. But in Abu Dhabi, their economy is like very well off. Like they're, they're a very... Very well, they're established. Also just they're like a tourist area, really. So I I don't know a lot about Abu Dhabi, honestly. I just know their economy is established. They are they're one of the more wealthy countries in the world. And so you would show up to this island. They would fly you out on a private jet. You would let you would show up on this island. I think a week or two weeks before. No, two frick two weeks before your fight, and then um. You would like hang out there, you know, do your weigh-ins. There was an octagon on the beach, training facilities for everybody. Yo, why did they hold on? Speaking of the octagon on the beach, why did they not have like any of the fights there? They should have had like a championship fight out on the beach. That would have been so fucking dope. Their actual reasoning was I don't remember the full out because I wondered the same thing, but Dana White did a video on it. Um one because of like the sand and everything, having a crew would have been really annoying and irritating. Um, like commentating and all that, like everything would have just been harder to set up outside. And two, uh, lighting would have been way different. It wouldn't have been a controlled environment where it's a closed environment where you 100% control the lighting. They would have had to somehow set up a lighting rig on the beach and music rigs on the beach. Like, it would have just been... It sounds awesome, but it would have been way too difficult to pull off with how big and popular and how high of a caliber the UFC is. Don't care. Should have done it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. That would have been badass. Like, even without the music or the lighting, like, fuck it. Just do, like, a fight around sunset time. Yo, that would have yeah. been amazing. Fuck. <laughs> All right. See the most recent event? Uh, I don't know if it was the most recent, uh, but Robert Whitaker versus Darren Till. Yes. I think I did see that one. It was a banger. It was, like, a five-round war. Whitaker got the win. Yeah. But it was it was a good fight. They both scored knockdowns. It was it was enjoyable for as like an MMA fan. It was a good fight. You cannot complain about that main event. Yo, anything is better than that fucking no. Yoel Romero Adesanya <laughs> fight. I swear, I will always bring that up because that was like I hadn't watched UFC in so long. And and I... You got me to watch this <laughs> fucking fight, and it was literally like the worst championship fight. I that talked it up so had. highly too. Like I was so. I know. Have you watched any Adesanya fights since then? Do you uh, like no, but I know he's a good fighter. That's like I, I like I knew he was a good fighter before that. I didn't really know him that well, but I knew like he was good. 
And then to just to be let down like that, watching him dance around Yol Romero while Romero's doing like fucking Fortnite dances in the middle. Right. They're just so, waving his hands but around. I, I will say this because uh, let's clear this. Do you di- disagree with the decision? Do you think that Yoel should have won? No, fuck no. Yeah, okay. He didn't do like anything. <laughs> That's what I said. A lot like of people five fucking punches. A lot of people kind of were on Yoel's side, but in my opinion, in a fight like that, especially if you're fighting the champions, if you don't either dominate the champion, knock them out, or submit them, I don't think you should win. It's a, there's, a, there's a chance the aggression, he right? Was just sitting there the whole time. Like well, I know you're going up against a counter puncher. Like that's his fucking strength. But like you still have to fucking do something. Both of them should have. But I yeah. understand it more from Israel's side to not because he doesn't have anything to gain. It's not yeah. like he's taking Yoel's belt or Yoel's nope. challenging him. So yep. But he but, didn't actually bring the challenge. He brought fucking a bunch of hand signs like he's a fucking Naruto person. Right? Did to... that fight look like me versus you in the UFC game where you're going easy on me and I'm still learning the controls? But it went on <laughs> 25 minutes. Yeah, it's not like when I used to play you in UFC and I'd be Mark Hunt and I'd just knock you out with head kicks all the time. <laughs> Fuck that. I hate that shit. Yeah, but, that um, was hilarious. Are you gonna get a UFC four? Because if I'm ah, getting, it. dude, I'm definitely thinking about it. I I only really want to get like two games coming up. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, when uh, fucking, I thought they keep pushing that back, and that pisses me off so much. But I think they're finally done pushing it. Now. It's it bugs me that they're pushing it back, but I'd rather them push it back than us getting like a non finished game. Yeah. See. They said it's, like, done now. They're just messing with it a little bit. But I think the main reason they did that is just because all the next-gen consoles are coming uh, out. So they were just like, let's just fucking hold it until those come out. And then we'll I just put it out on everything. Huh? I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm really excited for that game. Fuck, there was one other one. That I was looking forward to. Oh, and then the new Far Cry. I was saying, yeah, I'm that too. No, I'm gonna get that. That looks cool. Fuck I'm, I'm yeah. definitely I interested love, in that. Dude, I've been. I wish I would have played Far Cry Three, but it's really, I really only. Huh? It's really good. It's really really yeah. good. Yeah, I've heard, but I got into it four and five, and I gotta I'm... say, five was fucking crazy i just love that they actually gave you like attack helicopters and shit i just it was like my only complaint with five is it's good and i still have to finish it but i feel like after you play it for a certain amount of time it just feels like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again Mm, yeah i get that i don't know like i don't maybe i'm not far enough like i just finished the first region and i'm entering the second but I don't know. Far Cry Four for me was the best. I I really enjoyed Far Cry Four. I felt like that game was really well put together. Oh fuck yeah, yeah! I used to love doing the the drugged out missions on those where yeah. everything's super trippy and you have like no idea what's going on. I loved even when you would go to like Shangri La when the dudes would like inject. Oh you with yeah, shit. those were dope. Right, like that shit's badass. I miss that shit. Oh man, yeah, fucking. Oh man. Yeah, but 
I'll probably end up getting UFC because, dude, ever since I started watching it again, I just I re-downloaded UFC three. I've been playing that on and off. Like, oh my god, I'm probably gonna I, have to get it. I just hope they do a a little different for the the grappling style. Like, it's not terrible in UFC three. The like the how the grappling works. I'm but, still like, learning how to defend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like super hard to defend. And yeah, I try to do like a legendary fucking career mode, and that shit's impossible because they take out the whole fighter HUD, and then you don't even like get to see. You know how they have like the directional pad yeah. that shows like which direction uh-huh. they're moving, so you can defend it, bro. They don't even have that. You literally just have to go off of like how their body's moving. So it's like impossible yeah. to do any type of grappling. <laughs> yeah, I hope they make some improvements. I know for sure they're the campaign at least is going to be way more in depth. That's good. Which That's good. I'm, I'm interested in. Cause I, I wish I had a capture card when I played UFC three. Cause that to me is a game. I feel like I'd have a lot of fun recording with friends and by myself <laughs> like UFC. I don't know. I find sports games like that, even like NBA videos and NFL videos and all that stuff you can make them really fun if you oh, yeah. do what you need to. Like, <laughs> What exactly do you need to do? Not just play the game. <laughs> That's true. You got to dick around a bunch. Right? Like, like, it's... I love, I've, I've been playing NBA too. Uh, fucking, I made a point guard that literally all he does is shoot threes. Like, Yeah, see, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, what it... Exactly. So in UFC, when my younger brother comes over, I play UFC 3 with him, and I have this character. His name's Jaboris. And (laughs) he is... I forget what weight class he fights in, but all he does is throw hands. Like, there's... Oh, yeah, dude. I did, like, the same thing. When I did the legendary one, I made my dude, his name was Hank Hill, and I wanted to make his fucking nickname Propane. <laughs> that would have just been great. <laughs> but yeah, I just made him a fucking brawler, and he just went ham, knocking everybody out. Yeah, see, so I have Jaboris. No, Jaboris was lightweight, because I remember fucking up Khabib. And True. so Jaboris was a lightweight. He was a black dude with a green afro and ridiculously <laughs> stupid tattoos. Like, horrible. <laughs> he had, like, one tattoo on his right arm that was, like, a woman's face, but it was, like, <laughs> super, like, it wasn't wide at all, and it was stretched out from, like, his wrist to his shoulder. So, so it, was it was, like, a noodle. <laughs> yeah. He had tattooed down his left leg, and then just, like, a square, a triangle, and a circle on his right leg. And then... <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> Yo, could you imagine out. if someone hold on could you imagine if someone actually had just random shapes on them what is this what is this it's like yo these were my favorite shapes to play with when i was in kindergarten <laughs> so he had that and then he had a cracked out fox on his back and like a giant cross chest and he would Ridiculous. just, and he was like six foot seven and like 147 pounds and would Bro. just fuck people up. Like, nice. <laughs> I remember I made one character a while ago who was just all about wrestling. And literally all I did with him was when I would, I would just get people in the clinch and I'd get the back clinch and I would just suplex the dog shit yeah. out of them. 
<laughs> I love that was my fucking favorite. Like I made sure I went to all the little training camps that just like boosted your fucking wrestling. I got all the like the good moves for wrestling, the high slams, all that shit. That's all I did was throw people around. It was so much fun. Can you <laughs> knock people out with slams? Yup, yup. If you, I, I did that all the time. I'd get them in the clinch, the tie clinch at first. I'd fucking weaken their body and their head a bit, and then I'd get to back clinch. You have to like, you have to get like a bunch of things to get it right, though. You have to get like slam boost, fucking judica. You have to get those perks. Okay. And then, and then you have to get like the fucking high suplex or like a power takedown, and then yeah, you just have to fucking go ham. Ooh, so um. Coming up soon, August 19th, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Miochik 3. Uh, who mm. do you got on that one? I heard uh, probably Cormier, He, but I feel I'm not going to watch that fight. I heard it's going to be, like, boring. Like, he, like Cormier literally no. said that he's going to be, like, just wrestling the whole time. Like, he's not going to try to stand up at all. I Yeah, but the thing is... He can say that, and he's he, he he's gonna try and wrestle. You got to realize, like Stipe was a Division One state wrestler. Like he's not, like he's a he's a good wrestler. Like I'm not gonna say he's Cormier's caliber. Cormier is a good wrestler, but Stipe Stipe can wrestle. Like he's so I don't think Cormier is gonna be able to just lay on him and beat him up. I think it's. I, in my opinion, I think Stipe is not going to let Cormier do that, and I think Stipe is going to light him up on the feet and knock him out. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. My like, Whenever I go watch UFC, I usually just go to my buddy's house because they have like all the channels, and they, they, buy, they buy the fucking um, uh, what's it called? The pay-per-view events. So I usually just go over there, and they literally already said that they're not buying that one. I'm like, ah, uh, god damn it, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I have ESPN Plus. If I watch now, yeah, I need to fucking get that. Uh, yo, did you watch the fucking Michael Jordan documentary, dude? No, should I? Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if you're into basketball or not, but like, it's just dope. I'm the just way into sports about it all. Yeah, I, I think you'd like it because it's just interesting to go like behind the scenes of like a whole organization and all the shit that brought up like the best team in NBA history is is pretty good. I'll check it out. Yeah, man, fucking like, ah, dude, just all the in-depth accounts, just like hearing all their thoughts on it is is pretty dope. Dennis Rodman, he was like probably my favorite person there especially when he's talking about how like he got good at rebounding literally he's just like making sound effects he's like yeah it was just like i would get me and my friends to go shoot some hoops at like two in the morning and i would just sit there and watch how like the ball bounces off the room and be like boom bah, bah, wah, wah. and like he's just like making <laughs> sound effects like the whole time <laughs> like, that's awesome bro it was fucking hilarious and he looks like not saying it looks ridiculous but he's got like a bunch of like face piercings and he just looks like a fucking crazy dude especially <laughs> back in the day man he was like always dying his hair crazy color he was just a character bro he was a fucking it's, character what's the this isn't a documentary but i watched a montage video on there's this white dude in the nba and it's something gasol i only say he's white because that there's not a lot oh, of them so oh, it there's, might help there's you. two there's two gasols in the league there there's mark and Powell. 
I I don't know if he's still in the league, but I watched a montage video on him and he was nuts. Like it was he wasn't nuts as in like his basketball skill was insane. Just his passes and his the things he would do were ridiculous. Like absolutely okay. ridiculous. Yo, Andrew Gasol watch. Like uh Andrew, what? I don't know. I'm fucking. Dude, there's only there's only two. There's Mark and there's Powell. I, I think it's know. Mark. It's Andrew. I think it's Mark. Right. Look, I'll that try and find right. the video I was watching. I'll send it to you because you'll you'll even watch right. it and be like, "What the fuck?" You'll be like, "How does a guy do yeah. that with a fucking basketball?" Like, <laughs> yo, man, there's been a lot of crazy shit in basketball, man. I fucking oh my god. I was getting so frustrated when I was watching the Celtics Trailblazers game the other day. Because, like, yeah, dude, because I wanted the Trailblazers to win, and they almost did. It was such a good game at the end. But, like, first two quarters, man, it was like the Celtics just could not fucking miss. Like, they were taking crazy shots, bunch of threes, and just wetting all of them. It was fucking nuts. And then, oh, dude, but the craziest game I watched is probably, fuck, the Rockets were playing. Who were the fucking Rockets playing? The Raptors, I think. And, dude, the Rockets shot, like, I don't know the final total, but I think at, like, halftime, they had already taken 54 three-point shots. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I, I know the fucking... Oh, was it the Raptors or was it the Bucks? Ah, oh, god damn it! I'm struggling to remember. It might have been the Bucks. Now that I think about it, but it, dude, it was just crazy. Like they didn't make all 54. Don't get me wrong; they only made like 19 out of 54. But it was still crazy just taking that many three pointers. It's still a lot, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking love sports. Oh, me too. Oh, I just love god. competition. Yes, same here, dude. That's how I was brought up, man. I had two older brothers. They all played sports. Like, my oldest brother played, like, rugby and soccer. My other brother played tennis and soccer. I played soccer and did wrestling. Dude, give me competition. That's what I fucking live for. See, the only sport I actually played through school was fucking badminton, actually. Not even joking. (laughs) <laughs> yo badminton's good we used to play that in I and, like, love we would get badminton. into it man it i love that the ass though though because like i had this i had two people that i hated going against in badminton one of them was my buddy wallace and like he was just fucking fast as shit like you could not get him <laughs> fucking be all over the court. that was kind of like me fucking the other one was this yeah no, i was the same way too and the other one was this dude who was his name was like colin he's like fucking six three and he didn't have to fucking walk anywhere he could just reach and fucking there and... from anywhere bro but yeah no badminton's fun don't get it twisted we would in grade seven uh so i had this buddy in middle school when i moved to ottawa for the first time well, not for the first time when i moved to ottawa fucking i had this buddy i met him in grade seven we became friends solely because we were both skateboarders and yeah fucking <laughs> uh his name was oh, darren man. we're not friends anymore for reasons i won't call them out on the fucking podcast like i'm not not like that but understandable it's we're not i'll explain you the story after but we're not friends anymore and fucking 
but his brother played badminton and he convinced me and Jar- Darren to join the badminton team in grade seven. And we joined and we start playing and we're decent, but we didn't go to any tournaments because we just didn't want to. We didn't think we'd do well. And then we're playing and playing. Yep. And then grade eight comes around and there was these two kids. I remember them. There was Kanak, who was like uh, uh, a middle or not. I almost said Middle Eastern kid. He was a friggin' Native American. And he was originally from like really up Oof. north. If anybody's from Canada that's listening, he was from like northern Nunavut, which is like what really far up there. <laughs> and yo, hold on, say that name again. What Nunavut? <laughs> yo, Nunavut. That is a whack ass name. That's like it's... straight Inuit. So in Canada, yeah, well, exactly. In Canada, we have provinces and then we have territories. The territories are. I'm not a hundred percent because I don't I don't know about this stuff, but I'm pretty sure that territories are Native American land, or mm. they're mostly owned by Native Americans or something like that. But there's the Northwest Territories, Yukon, and Nunavut, and <laughs> and he was from Nunavut, and then there was fucking Dawood, who was I don't remember where he was from. Um, I know he was from Africa, but I don't know where from in Africa. <laughs> And okay. he and Dawood and Kanak would always talk shit in fucking middle school because and by the way, I just want to point this out now. I don't hate like either of these guys. Fucking actually I think I I think Kanak's dead. And Oh shit. And Dawood, like I wish the best to him. We were in grade eight. Everybody talks shit in grade eight. I don't give a fuck. Like Yeah, who doesn't? And, yeah, so and so him and Dawood and Kanak would like talk shit all the time. And then I remember just before one tournament, me and Darren finally in grade eight, me and Darren finally agreed to play them in a game and just smoked them. Like just <laughs> absolutely. And me and Darren were the best team on the team, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. And so yeah, we go to the tournament. Of... Oh, hold on. You're good. Keep going. And we go to the tournament and in the, it's grade eight. And me and Darren both, we fucking share a joint before going to school the day of the tournament. So we're blazed. Go to the tournament, make it to the semifinals, and like kind of rub it into like Kanak and Dawood because we're like, fuck you. We fucking made it further than you, dumb cunts. And <laughs> so we make it to the semifinals, and we were about, it was match point. We, I was about to get the winning point. I was about to spike it into this kid's forehead. But I didn't call out that I was going to spike it. And Darren got in my way. So I jumped up to hit it. Me and him hit our rackets together. And the birdie hit the ground and we lost. Aww. And it was... What an L. Right? Like, it fucking sucked. Because we would have made it to then to the finals. And then we could have made it to, like, provincial if we won the... The fucking finals in city. But... Whatever. dude i fucking love tournaments man i had like a wrestling there's like two dope wrestling tournaments i had one of them i won because it was just like a shitty jv tournament but it was still a lot of fun and the other one was like this dope one it was called war on the shore it wasn't actually on like a beach which would have been dope but it was like right next to the beach in like this stadium type shit and dude it was so much fun just like a bunch of wrestlers just hanging out in this fucking big stadium there's like fucking 
eight matches going on in front of you. <laughs> like, they're just, like, a fuck the whole, like, floor that would be, like, a basketball court was just full of mats. Damn. And just, yeah, dude, it was so dope. So dope, bro. That one was so much fun just because I think that was my first year on Varsity. And, like, we had this crazy good guy on Varsity. His name was, like, Garrett. Bro, he was just fucking insane. His dad was the coach, and let me tell you, this motherfucker could do <laughs> some absolutely wild shit. I think he ended up getting, really? like, a scholarship to fucking Notre Dame for wrestling. Damn. Yeah, bro. We had actually, when I was in high school, our wrestling coach was a, a Greek dude, like, from Greece. Nice. Like, he knew how to wrestle. That's, let me tell you. the best you. teacher there. And... Actually, it's he was awesome. Like, I mean, legendary, not even just a wrestling coach, like legendary teacher. Fucking like love this dude. But I actually what I want to do is I want to fucking like make it to the UFC, suplex the <laughs> shit out of someone or like double leg the shit out of someone or just like do a wrestling move and like brutalize the shit out of someone. And then just like, yeah, you gotta like point to the, the camera fucking... and be like, yo, I remember you, bro. Like, fuck, what was his name again? Just say his name and be like, yo, yeah, Mr. Zervis. Mr. Zervis. This one's for you, Zervis. Even before you do it, be like, yo, this one's for you. And then just hit the suplex. <laughs> right? Like, bro, this, yo. I would love that teacher was so. I have two teachers. There was Mr. Lister, which I fucking, his name makes me laugh every time I say it, and Lister, Mr. Zervis. Yeah. They're, those are my two teachers that were so good that I want to like accomplish something and be able to like go back to them and be like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> you guys taught me, Mister Zerb or not Mister Zervis, Mister." So Mister Zervis was the one that taught me to not give a fuck, and Mister Lister was the one that got me into conspiracy theories and shit. This dude would stop class nice. like halfway through to just like rant about 9-11 and then start pulling up 9-11 <laughs> videos on YouTube. It was fucking hilarious. He would be Yo. like, yeah, the square root of a triangle is 6.4 and 9-11 was an inside job. And then he'd just like sit down and fucking start Googling 9-11 shit. Yeah, that's a great teacher, but I'm probably sure that I had the best fucking US history teacher ever. Fucking <laughs> Mr. Alvarez. Oh my god, he was like Alvarez, a like coach. That. Yeah, yeah, he was the football, one of the football coaches, and he just did not give a shit. Like, for our notes, he would literally print out, like, a sheet of paper for us with the notes on it, but it'd be, like, missing, like, a word here and there, like, in a sentence. And then while we're doing the notes on, like, the fucking, uh on like the slideshow he'll literally stop and be like yo like this is the word that you're missing and, wow and like that was that was the notes and the test would be like exactly like the notes not only that but like half the semester all we did was watch like world war ii <laughs> like li- like platoon with charlie sheen fucking i think we watched like red tails we dude like any fucking world war ii movie you can think of i'm pretty sure i watched it in my u.s history class it was so fucking great <laughs> fair enough one thing i loved Easy about class mr lister is that not enough teachers are like this he was one of the only teachers besides miss coke which a lot of people hated her like if anybody i know watched this podcast they'd be like fuck that teacher she was amazing <laughs> Probably not the best teacher I had in, like, real-life teacher, 
but best teacher I had in a sense of like, she taught me real world shit. Like she taught me how to make a budget. She taught me how to pay taxes. She taught me what a mortgage is. She taught me like real world shit that she didn't have to teach me. Which oh, is must really be fucking useful. nice. Right? Must like, be fucking nice. Oh, and, I got no idea how none of that shit work, really right? works. Like it was that's what a lot of people don't. And it was and a lot of people don't appreciate that she sort of thing. But it was it was really useful. Like one of our projects, she made us keep track of all the money we made and all the money we spent for a month and made us try to make budget and then make improvements on that budget. It was cool. Like she did all sorts of like she was a great teacher. But fucking Mr. Zervis, I remember he was actually like the opposite of Mr. Lister because Mr. Lister would like teach you shit, but like also like be like, not 11 was an inside job where Mr. Zervis would like, he was great. He'd get close with his students and be nice with them, but he would make you work. Like there wasn't slouching in his class. You had to work. Hmm. Like it was like, I was tight with him and he failed me twice. Like there was no... <laughs> I with this guy you had to work like it was I remember one time I'm texting in his class and he stops the class and he looks at me and he's like chase and I'm like yeah and he's like if I catch you texting one more time he's like I will grab your phone and slam it against the wall he's like fucking cut your shit and I'm like okay and he would throw (laughs) racers at people and like like anything like he was fucking he was the bomb I wish I had a teacher that would do that shit with conspiracy theories because I would just start fucking with him. I wish I, I was old like, too. Yeah, I would just start fucking him. If some, he comes up to me and is like, yo, 9-11 was an inside job, I'd be like, yo, you actually believe in 9-11? That didn't even happen, bro. <laughs> and like, what? The landing on the moon? Bro, what fucking moon are you talking about? Yeah, the moon What? Sit. <laughs> To start out conspiracy, the Earth is like yo, it's not even flat. Yo, the Earth is round. Yeah, it's round. Donuts are fucking round. Come on now, what are you fucking talking about? No, he was great. I him on Facebook because after he had a rule, Mister Zervis and Mister Lister had a rule that they would add their close students on Facebook only after they graduated. They mm. had to be out of school, and then he would add them. But if I look up, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I want to say his first name. I almost said it out loud, but I'm not going to say his first name. That's I shouldn't fine. have said the names. Mister, Mister Lister. Oh, the messages are gone. But I messaged him at one point, and I was like, "Yo, if I make, if I have like my MMA debut in Ottawa, or like have an MMA fight in Ottawa, do you want to? Do you want me to let you know?" And he's like, time and all he responded was time and date. <laughs> nice. So nice I might have dope. one of my high school teachers show up to one of my fights and watch me throw down. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Some I had some cool high school teachers, man. I used to love my AP psych teacher, dude. She was so nice. That class was like hard as shit, but I aced it. And it was funny as shit, too, because it was my first class of the day my senior year. And my senior year, I went to school baked like every fucking day. <laughs> so, yeah. 
and, and like it would really piss off one of my friends in the class because she was like really fucking goody goody two shoes and like she would study super hard and she would get like an A but I'd get like a higher A and she'd be like yo how do you do better than me you're always baked as fuck I was like cause I'm fucking I got that higher education baby you already know yeah <laughs> fucking ah dude this is what I was saying. Mr. Lister was actually, I don't know many teachers that were like this. He was the only teacher that would do this. And I appreciate it so much. You know, you have a, you had exams there, right? You'd have to write exams. Yeah. So you would finish your exam and you would go to hand in your exam and he'd be like, all right, sit down for a second. And he would flip through your entire exam. And then he would look at it and he would go to all the questions that you either answered wrong or didn't answer. And he would be like, come on, man, you know the answer to this. And you'd be like, no, I don't. And he'd be like, come on. He'd be like, remember to back to this lesson. He'd grab out his book and he wouldn't let you look at anything, but he'd like keep spitballing you ideas until you remembered what you had to. And then you'd sit down and then you'd go to hand it in again. And he would keep doing that until you had nothing left to give. Until you See, were that's, like, okay, I have that, nothing. I like that because I fucking hate high stakes testing, bro. That's one of the biggest things that pisses me off about college is the high stakes testing. It's like, bro, never in my fucking life am I ever going to have to just be able to pull one little bit of information out and have to spit it out. And if I get it wrong, it's like fucking toast. Like, no, give me projects and shit. That should be what's weighted higher. I shouldn't have over half my grade fucking weighing on like two tests. How would it work in the states in high school? Would you like so how would your grade work? Um I mean it probably probably be around like like 15% would be like your homeworks uh okay. Classwork would probably be like 20 or 30% uh projects depending on the class uh Projects would probably be worth like twenty five, about a quarter, yeah, and then the rest would probably be the test. So like, it wouldn't be half your grade, but it would still be like thirty to forty percent for like a couple tests, you know. And that's just fucked. It's like I'm gonna do all this work, and that's gonna count for like a fucking dick hair of of grades but then there's one test and i suck at taking tests well i don't i personally don't suck at taking tests i'm usually pretty good at taking tests. yeah me too but i i, I hate i hate the idea of high stakes testing because i get all stressed out and shit and i just don't need that and so in canada at least the way i'm not going to say all around canada because canada is very different throughout like the west is very different than the east mm. and but at least where i was the way it would work is 70 percent of your grade would be weighted on how you participated in class and shit, just like just classwork and homework and all that sort of thing. And throughout the year, and then 30% of your grade would be based off your exam and your summative. And, and that the 30% would be based on how your teacher wanted to grade it. So sometimes your exam would be worth 10, your summative would be worth 20, 15, 15, Mm. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, what is what is a summative? And so I'm gonna. So a summative would be what you would do is your exam would be you know what exam is? It would be like your high stakes test. It's testing yeah. you. It's a paper written test based on what you did throughout the whole year. Yes. Yeah, so a summative exam is. <laughs> and so summatives 
would be, and sometimes like in tech classes and stuff, your summative would be the whole 30%. And the summative is a project that is based on the whole year that weighs a certain percent of your grade. It's similar to an exam, but you can use your notes and everything. It's like a, a, a project that you have like a month to work on. And okay. like, so like in, uh, like classes like auto shop and computer tech, your summative would be your whole thing. There was no exam in those classes. You would just like in auto shop, you would take apart a motor and rebuild it. In computer tech, you would code a program and like that sort of thing. Okay. And that would be how your grade would work. So it would be like 70, 30. And most teachers would do it. Your summative was 20%. Your exam was 10%. And your summative would be this huge project and your exam would just be like a small written test. And that was another thing. Miss Coke, the one, the props I'll give to Miss Coke too, is when she was giving out a test, she would give you a study sheet and she would literally say this. If you study the study sheet and can answer every question 100% correct on the study sheet, you'll answer the test 100% correct. She's like, See, I like, I like people that test. do their testing like that. Our study sheets would be the test with different numbers because she was a math teacher. So it would literally be like the study sheet would be like five plus three equals eight. And then the fucking test would be like five plus four equals nine. Like it would be that sort of thing. But like obviously more in depth, like way more in depth. Yeah. But if you could complete the study sheet with confidence, you'd 100% the test. Dude. All right. Let me tell you something. I have this one. Fu- I had this teacher last semester, and my he was my fucking computer. Ah, what the fuck class? He was a computer science teacher, and I think he taught uh software engineering. That's what it was. He taught my software engineering class, bro. He was the fucking worst with his midterm and final exam, bro. His study guide was literally just like. He gave, like, 20 bullet points of just, like, stuff that we learned. Not, not a question. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you should probably know this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, bro, like, this is the worst study guide ever. And then the test comes around, and it, the test is only, like, five fucking questions. Half the shit that he put on the study guide, not even on there. It's like, bro, why are you going to waste my time with this shit? Like, I have so much other classes and work to do, and you're going to waste my time having to study all this shit. Like, I get that we need to know it, but, like, if you're going to do this high-stakes testing, at least make it a little bit fair. Like, goddamn, bro. I hated him so much. Like, dude, we had to do this other project where we had to just create, like, a piece of software, like, he gave us like an idea for it. We broke up into teams, which dude, he made me a team leader in the most snake ass fucking way too. Like I didn't want to be a team leader at all, but I got snaked into it. He was like, he handed out this sheet the first day of class and it was just like, uh, write down some questions. Like, what do you want to get out of this class? Blah, blah, blah. And the last thing was like, write how, how good you think you are with like different code languages. So I was like, all right, Java, you know, that's what I've been doing since I first started. So I'm going to put that as a five, Python's like a three, and then like C plus is like a one. And then 
fucking hand him in and he starts asking like who wants to be a team leader so the people who wanted to got theirs and he still needed like two or three more so he's like all right well whoever wrote that they are a five in a coding language they're gonna be a fucking team leader and i was like son of a bitch son of a bitch (laughs) fuck me sideways so i got super snaked into it and then, like, we started off doing all right, but then once Corona hit and, like, we didn't have the in-person classes anymore and we couldn't really meet up as a team, dude, it all broke away. Half my team just stopped fucking helping. And, like, the other half, they were, like, I just, I didn't even have them do the coding. I was like, you guys just focus on, like, the documents. I'll do all the coding at this point. Like, <laughs> we have, like, two weeks left. I'm just going to knock this out as best as I fucking can and hope hopefully we get something and I we must have did all right because I was I was super worried and yo but I I'm, I'm so salty I forget what I got I think I got like a 7 out of 8 points for the final project whatever but um I was so salty because like we have this app that keeps track of like the grades and all the stuff we turn in it's called blackboard and on blackboard it said i had like a 95 in the class like i had a fucking a but then like i checked my final grades and it said i had a b plus i was like yo how the fuck does my grade drop like six percent like that's fucking crazy i was like I was like, "What? What are you waiting? It like how? How the fuck is that fair?" I was, I was like, "Whatever, man." I still made Dean's list, even though I had a B. Like, it's super easy to make Dean's list at Towson. It's like fucking. You just have to have a three five. So, dude, I've had like a three five my whole fucking high school and college fucking career. Oh my god! I haven't taken college yet, but. If, Yo, something if you don't have my to, interest, if you don't have to, I really wouldn't, just because it's just such a fucking waste of money. Like, oh I'm just, god, I'm very adept to learning on the fly. Like, I like to learn in the environment instead of learning and then going to the environment. So I feel like True. in life, how I'm gonna get by is just by doing things like i don't think i'm gonna work for somebody i'm probably gonna be like an entrepreneur doing that sort of thing yeah i get that that's how i want to be i'm definitely gonna start off working for like this company once i get out of well yeah i already have like a job lined up yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah man fucking uh dude but i say my my fucking dream i got like two dream jobs if I could be a UFC fighter, obviously that's like the fucking far-reaching dream. Highly doubt that I'm gonna get picked up at like 23 with no fucking experience. <laughs> hey, if you if you I want know. to, you could do I it. I know. I I do. I do. If I really want that, I gotta start like training now. But like even with the Corona stuff, we'll see. Um, but I'm not even super worried about that. What I really want to do is me and my best friend are gonna do like we're making like an adult animation show like we've already come up with like yeah. ideas and stuff like kind of like a family guy or like a simpsons type show dude i'm you super voice excited actor. for that bro i got you man yeah and we have like uh, so many characters already and we like <sighs> not even just me shit. like i have my stepdad is an amazing voice actor and i have a 
I, I'm not talking through it right now, but I have a quality voice microphone, so I could record that sort of thing. True. Yeah, man. That'd be fucking, that's like, and that'd be like the best job, just coming up with episodes and then like, fuck, dude, I'd love to be a voice actor too. That'd be right. such an easy job. Just come in and read these lines, you know, add some inflection and emotion to them. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Yo, I would fucking do that any day. I want to fight, uh, run a business, or make YouTube content. One of those three. Yep, I'm trying to make a cartoon, fight, or um, be a game developer. Fucking love yeah. to do that as well. Being a game developer would be fun. Fuck yeah, man. That's why, like, oh, oh my god, like I'm, I'm really tempted to start looking into that some more. At least once I get out of college. Just because, like, I just don't want to get stuck in Maryland anymore, bro. I'm so sick of it here. I hate the weather. It's always muggy and fucking hot. And it's just terrible. Like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. I just want to be expensive. Travel constantly. Yeah, that'd be nice, too. Fuck. Yo, I'm so done with this corona shit, too. Mostly just because... Like, I really feel like it was kind of blown out of proportion. Like, it's not, it, it's got a mortality percent of like one. How is that dangerous? Like, sure, it's contagious, but fuck, man. It's barely killing anyone. Let it go. Yeah. The age of death, like, the average age of death is lower than the average age of death of the coronavirus. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude, and it's even more fucked up is like I feel like they're skewing the stats too. Like, because I had a buddy who died in a drunk driving accident around when the shit started, and they marked him as a corona death. Really? Like, I don't like he might have been drinking coronas, but I don't think he fucking <laughs> had it. I mean, he might have. Who knows? But even if he did, it wasn't him. a corona death. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, you, even if he had it in his system, like, you can't count that as a fucking corona death. God, bro. Ugh, yo, not only, not only that, bro, fuck this presidential election. I hate my fucking country's politics so much, man. I know you're from Canada, so you don't have to listen to all this shit, but let me tell you. Oh, I still do. Uh, that's just is just entertaining this fucking year. You got Trump, who's just trying to do anything to get people to like him again, and then you got Biden, who's just like, "Hey, I'm not Trump. I'm like 90 years old yeah. and I'm fucking losing it." And I'm not Trump. <laughs> yeah, like that's like literally what he's running on. It's like, bro, come on. Like you got it. And like, what's that? What else is what? Blah, 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 blah. The thing that's really blowing me about it. Is like, literally, if they want to win the election, either one of them, all they have to do is come up with, like, a decent police reform, because, like, that's what's pissing people off that, and they gotta have, like, a black person agenda, like, a colored person agenda. Yeah. Because, like, literally, that will fucking win you the election. That's all people fucking care about right now. And neither one of them has, like, said anything about it. Like, it's just right. fucking mind-blowing. Because they're old. They don't understand what's going on. 
bro, I don't know how they don't understand it. People are, like, literally yelling at it. Like, not yelling at it. Yelling it from the fucking rooftops. And, ugh, it's just so stupid, man. Politicians are so stupid. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. I think we end... The first episode of season three here. Yeah, dude. I think it was pretty solid. Well, I think so. I'm just running out of things to talk about. My brain's going blank. Yeah. I don't know about you. Uh, I I could still probably go on a little bit more, but we're almost at an hour and a half. So if you want to end it, so I can end it, bud. Let's do it. All right. Miani. And that's Chase, and we're the lads versus the world. Missing CJ, though, so catch us next time. The schedule is every Tuesday, every Friday. So on Friday, expect episode two, season three. CJ will be joining us on that part. Yeah, you better better not be a bum. I think that is everything I have to say. All right. Take it easy and breezy. See ya.